arrows. The door slams behind Rhea, and I race back up the stairs, dropping my calm exterior like it might burn me. What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I doing? What the fuck am I- I throw the door open to my room. Hepo's doubled over the bed, gasping for breath. Breathe, I say, slowly, forcing myself to be cool. You're fine. You're fine. He shoots a furious look at me. I guess I am not coming off as cool as I hope. I put my arms over my head, try and instruct him to do the same. He sucks air into his nose, his nostrils quadrupling in size. He whips his fist up, thrusts it in my face. I can see my jacket there, his face returning to its normal color but still red. He rolls the fabric between his hands like a clown pulling a chain of scars from his sleeve until he comes to the cuff. He stabs a finger there, there, where a white powder dusts it. He throws the jacket at the ground, sits back on the bed. He puts his arms over his head, lets his lungs fill more deeply now. He closes his eyes, shakes his head. He purses his lips, slowly pushing air out between them, in and out, in and out, the quantity and quality of the breath stabilizing. I wait, quietly. I look out the window at the darkening sky until I hear him. Usual cheery voice turn raspy. Arrows? I shift my eyes carefully back to him. He still faces dead ahead, but watches me out of the corners of his eyes. What is on your jacket? What is that? I, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Oh, I don't know how it got there. It's just something I was trying to get high. Now he turns to me, stands abruptly. I'm blocking the door, but Hep is stronger than I am. He stares me down. Move. Why? I'm going to ask security to get in here and... No, don't, don't. Then tell me the truth. I rub my temples with my long fingers. Try and find the best way to say this without, without it sounding terrible. You've got two seconds. Calm down, man. I couldn't breathe. Rebecca gave it to me, okay? Now he looks at me, carefully. He takes one step back, then another, leans against my desk. He folds his arms, waits for me to say more. You don't understand what she's like, man. She finds something you need and makes you do something she just wants. I know you think she's like the president and shit, but she's not, okay? She's insane. She fucking kidnapped us. She conspired to blackmail Rosalind, sent her God knows where. But Hep is just staring at me, not even looking mildly surprised. Fine. He doesn't believe me? She lied about who killed Iris. What? Finally, I have this damn attention. Iris didn't self-destruct or whatever. She wouldn't. I knew her. She... Apollo killed her. Why? Because he is insane. I catch myself, stick the is and not was in there at the very last second. Is that why they sent him away? He says.
Yeah. Yes. Fuck. No wonder, Hera. Yeah. He nods toward the jacket, crumpled on the floor, looking like a coiled snake. What does any of that have to do with this? You wouldn't understand, I say. Trust me, I would. Dude, why the fuck would I trust you? Since you've got here, all you've done is fuck my... Girlfriend? Maybe? Uh, I don't have time to figure that out right now. Hera. You should trust me because I... I know what it's like to be used by Rebecca. What the fuck does that mean? A few years ago, she, uh... She convinced me to join the Void. You? Yeah. I was aimless. She took advantage of that, he says. I almost asked if he knew Char. But obviously, I'm not going to blow Char's secret. Does Hera know? Hep just shakes his head. Good. Something to hold over him if he doesn't understand this. I've been you before, Eros. You need to trust me. I can help you get out of whatever this is. I look at him. His eyes. So genuine it hurts. But I've learned before, these people are chaperones first. I agreed to start copying again for drugs, okay? I, I suck. Sorry I'm like this. I don't believe you, Hep says. But it doesn't come out like an accusation or with any anger. Just something like sadness. He stands, walks toward the door, squeezing my shoulder as he passes. If you ever want to talk, I'm all ears. But before he leaves, throw the jacket out, Hep says. As the door closes, I take a deep breath. That was close. I thought I got it all off. Rebecca was super clear about not having any of it on me. Never again. Nothing is worth that. I, I didn't know. I just, I didn't know. She said it would be scary, but not dangerous. Thank God Hep is a man and not a baby. Like P. Clark. It's a huge breakthrough. I say as Rhea searches around for somewhere to sit, the house is messier than usual. I guess Hera has been busy. I stand so Rhea can sit, but she waves me off. Instead, she sits on a throw pillow on the floor. Where were you? Persephone says. At Eros's. Doing what? I say too quickly. I'll make sure to keep my face neutral. Pretending to cop, Rhea says. What does that entail? Shaw says, neutral, neutral. It's a lot of reading, she says. Awesome, I say, my voice cheery enough to grate on my own nerves. People, we have bigger shit to deal with. Was Hep there? Persephone says. For a second, at the end. Hanging out alone with Eros, <laughs> what a nightmare. That's the last thing Rhea needs right now. 
Persephone pivots to Shah, whose foot bounces anxiously across his lap. Hep used to be in the void. Hera's Hep. Pretty sure he's the only person with that name in our extremely limited population. Persephone says clinically. Quite the tone there. I will deal with it later. How do you... Rhea starts. Purse cuts her off. Impatient. Annoyed. Maybe with everyone? Please be with everyone. A couple years ago, Hep and Char used to fuck, and Hep is the one who got Char involved with the Void. Char confronted Hep about being back as Eros's chaperone appointed by Rebecca. Hep swears that he left the Void because Rebecca scared him. I mean, he broke up with Hera because he didn't want any of this to come out during her run, Persephone says. Basically. Shah shrugs. My mouth hangs open. Persephone snaps her fingers at me and Rhea. You two, what the fuck is going on with these notes? Uh, Hera found one on our doorstep after the party, after she announced she was running. Someone else knows Apollo? Who found the first note? Persephone asks. Eros. Rhea says, Wow, you guys are spending a lot of time together. I was here too. A beat later. So was Hep and Hera and, and Tulk. Rhea found the note the next day in Hera's jacket pocket. Hera knows we know about it. It made her want to drop out of the race. She thinks it's blackmail. But we worked out... Me, really. I grumble. Sure, whatever. We don't think it could be blackmail because Rebecca really has the most to lose if it came out Apollo was dead. So we think whoever left the envelope is trying to tell Hera they're here to help. Well, this sure as hell doesn't sound helpful, Persephone says, throwing the envelope at Rhea. She opens it carefully, long fingers tracing the words as if to make sure they're real. Her big eyes follow along, and then they flash up to me. She's scared, but she's thinking. Running for president or running from what you did? Yeah, that does not sound helpful. Hep's the only common denominator between the notes, Persephone says. But he doesn't want to hurt Hera, Hep says a bit defensively. Maybe he's trying to distract her or get her to drop out. Well, if she sees this, she will. A beat, and then Rhea tears up the note. What the fuck, Rhea? We need to figure out what Hep wants, Rhea says. And then we all turn to look at Shah. Oh yeah, we. You're closest to him, Persephone says. Eros is around him all the time, Shah whines. We can't tell Eros, Rhea says, aghast. Well, maybe we should. Her head snaps to me. 
her eyes narrow. No. I, I, I don't know. I, this person could want something from him, too. He's just trying to get better. He can't handle this. I don't know if throwing himself at you counts as getting better. Certainly getting back to his old self, Shah mumbles. But I'm just focusing on how Ray is glaring at me. Look, I, I just... This is part of all of our stories. Someone wants us to talk about this, whether he's ready or not. He's just starting to move forward, where we all need him. You don't get him, Clark. No, I don't trust him. Her face softens, arms fall to her sides. Then trust me. I want to. So badly. Then a symphony of clicking cameras and questions spring up from the outside. Rhea stuffs the blackmail confetti into her pants. Hey guys. Hera busts into the house, Talc close behind. Rhea. Persephone. Shara. Clark. She says to everyone. What's everyone doing here? How did it go? Oh, Clark didn't tell you? I just got home from Eros's. What were you doing there? Copping? It, pretending to cop. I interject. Right. Well, she was great. I was. She talked about her success. I mean, she got really personal. I mean, really relate. You talked about that? Ray's voice is startled. Yeah, have the public disappointment of failing affected me? All of that really happened. Might as well use it for some good. Yeah, I guess I just didn't really think you were talking about it. Well, I didn't know I was either, but with everything that happened with you? How Rebecca drugged you? Why would you talk about that? I didn't say anything everyone else didn't know. That fog of resignation, listlessness that has choked Rhea for the last year slips over her eyes. Whatever. I don't... But then she pauses rubs her hands over her face, then whips them away. Something fierce snaps into place. I still feel pretty fucking weird about that. We need to talk about it. Yeah, you and I. Not the rest of the fucking country. Rhea looks angry, hurt, very alive. It's a little thrilling, the flair of old Rhea. Hera pulls back. Can we... But then Hera's device starts ringing. Fuck, it's press. Just give me... She holds up a single finger, leaves the room. I lean towards Rhea. You're right. Yeah, I'm just letting myself fucking feel shit. I smile. Love it. All of our ID bracelets begin emitting a soft chirp. 
What is that? It's never made that sound before. What's a first word party? Shar. First word party would be easier with, like, first words. Apparently P started making sounds earlier. Apparently being key there because she's dead silent now. Fuck, not like that. She's alive, quiet, but just not in the mood to chat. Same. I'm bouncing Adam on my hip. His eyes are roving around the space. Can you keep an eye out for your fake dad's ex? You join one semi-terrorist organization and you get saddled with the shitty espionage. I spot Eros lingering in the doorway of the nest. We make our way over to him. Seems really convenient, Hera giving a rousing speech and suddenly there's a big photo op. I say. I hold Adam out to him, but Eros doesn't pull his hands out of his pockets. Sorry. He addresses Adam, weirdly stiff and formal for a dude who shits his pants. Yeah, I'm talking about the baby. You okay? Usually can't keep your hands off of them. Just in my own head. Ah, uh, yeah. The copying with Rhea stuff? What'd she tell you? He asks, suddenly jumpy. Just that you guys are faking it. Yeah. Cool, man. Don't overshare. Sorry. I hip-check him. I'm kidding. I prefer you like this than... I said take a step back. Like that. I say, nodding to Persephone, who snaps to a news crew getting too close to pee. That thing last week really fucked her up. Eros just nods. Thank God you were here. He doesn't respond at all. You okay, Er? Hep says, approaching with a cup of coffee. Guess he thinks this will be a long night, too. Eros just shrugs, sulks off. He is hard to talk to, Hep says. Sometimes. Hep turns to me, reaches a finger out to Adam. He's cute. Find out what he knows and get out of here. Don't let him play any of his mind games. He doesn't have a lot of competition, I say. Well, he looks like his dad. I take a deep breath. Need to make this sound troubling. I tap back into how I felt last year. I have the same odds of impregnating Rhea or Purse as I do you. Uh, what? Yeah. I'm non-viable. He isn't mine. I don't understand. I take a deep breath, ready to lie. It was Rebecca's idea. She was worried the med board would send me away if they knew. I gotta fake my way through this, just like slow dancing with Persephone when we were 13. Yeah, she's actually really helped me. If you know, it wasn't for you, she might not have done it. Ugh, the words taste like vomit in my mouth. Thanks. I smile. A leading man deserving of an Oscar. Hera never said... Oh, well, Hera can't know. After what happened to her, her whole thing is transparency. I'm actually kind of nervous. What if she wins? She'll find out Adam can't be mine, and 
Then she'll send me away. I hold Adam's soft, warm head to my cheek. I know I'm not his real dad, but I can't leave him. Hep nods slowly. I promise we are just moments away. Across the nest, Rebecca forces a smile. Ew. I know Rebecca isn't perfect, but come on. Hera? President? She's not ready. She can't handle it. I say a silent apology to Hera and watch Hep very closely. She did come on kind of strong. I was really worried about splitting up with her, especially after learning everything. He traces a finger over his belly where Hera's scar is. Fucking moron. Actually thinks Hera can't. And Apollo. How could that not have broken her? He says. Boom. Bingo. Gotcha. So you know. I say. Yeah. When we first re-met, she said she didn't miss him. I didn't understand at first. The whole thing... The way it's... Weighing on arrows. He says. You can't blame him. Of course not. I actually want him to tell everyone. He says. Rebecca could help him. Right? Since she wasn't involved. I say. Yeah, but she's involved in the cover-up. So is Hera. I don't understand why everyone is so allergic to the truth. He sticks out a finger to Adam, who grips his finger. Will you help me show them, Char? And I grit my teeth and nod. Mission accomplished. Raya. Shah and Hep? I still can't wrap my head around it. Shah and Hera are like the two most beautiful people on Earth. I'm not sure what Hep is doing, but it's working for him. Well, he's clearly good at pretending to be whoever you want him to be. Why is Persephone mad at me? I think she's mad at everyone. She's never mad at you. I've clearly banjacks that. I make a mental note to dig into this more with Clark later. And that I like the word banjaxed. Very much. We've got bigger things to worry about. I stare at Char, chatting with Hep. Usually, I'd try to be a little more sneaky with my staring, but Char is holding one of the two offs left on Earth. Specifically my one, so I feel like my intent gazing can be explained away. Think he's getting anywhere? No one is better at manipulating people than Char. Usually. He's never been dumped before. I don't know if we're sure he was dumped. Did you see how defensive he got? Fair. We watch a moment longer. Adam is grabbing Char's big ear with his little hand. What do you think his first words will be? Well, considering how much time he spends with you, probably something like, Citizen Kane is overrated. It is. I hope he looks like you. Why? I turn to find Clark watching me. I sip from a cup of juice with a big first printed on the side. Amazing how fast Rebecca can mobilize a decorating team. Well, if he looks like me, Shah could get in trouble. Besides, tricky being a short man. 
Oh, come on. It is not. Oh, you come on. Shar and Eros are giants. Who's comparing you to Shar and Eros? Um, everyone? Constantly? The other day, after a physical, I was handed Persephone's clothes to put back on. You should have kept them. Ha ha. Well, I'm sure everyone would trade their height for your virility. Ugh, Rhea, you make me sound like a horse. I think small horses are called ponies. I checked to make sure that wasn't too far, but he's laughing. He's eclipsed suddenly by a loud boon of laughter. The reporter summoned to cover P's probably fictional first words are circled around Hera, laughing and grinning at every word she says. Talk is at the back, laughing louder and crazier than everyone else. She really is good at this. I know. I just wish she hadn't brought me into it. I thought you wanted to be her hype woman. I did, but what Rebecca did to me, it scared me. It still scares me. I say, looking across the room to where Dr. A is standing. He raises his little cup to me. Ooh, my skin crawls. Clark, I just wasn't ready for it to be part of Hera's campaign. You should tell Hera that. Yeah, you're right. And then you should tell her about the other note. I sigh. She's got a right to know. Rhea, can I talk to you? Harris says, coming up behind us. Clark and I freeze. Shit. Maybe she already knows. It's about earlier? She says weirdly, loudly. Clark gives me the least subtle thumbs up imaginable as I follow Hera into the hall. She nods to the security staff so they know to leave us alone. I need you to cover for me, she whispers. What? Why? I need to go do something, but those reporters are going to follow me if I leave, or worse, Talc. You know, they might want to stay for these first words. Hera cocks an eyebrow. Rhea, that baby is not saying a word tonight. Well, where are you going then? I can't tell you, but it's not fun. Well, what if, what if you get into trouble, Hera? I say, hearing Clark's warning in my head. Rhea, I'll be fine. This is just, I mean, it's irresponsible and dangerous and it's the kind of thing you usually do. Yeah, exactly. I'll be back super soon. She says, beginning to take a few steps away. Do you even want to talk about earlier? Now she stops, takes a deep breath. Completely changes gears, for once looking scarily like an actual politician. You're right. If it makes you uncomfortable when I talk about you, I'll limit it. Don't do it at all. Rhea, that's impossible. You're why I got into this. The way they treat you, treat all of you. Then why don't you stay with me through this bullshit? I say, nodding my head towards the nest. With Rebecca and Dr. A and... I shove my hands deep in my pockets. 
because I need to do something for me. She's just looking at me now, gorgeous, soft smile. We're not fighting, her eyes say. We're on the same side. Then why do I feel so bad? Can we hang out tomorrow? She looks away, checks her device. Uh, I have a meeting with the doctor's union Wednesday. Ah, shit. No, I had that debate prep. Whoa, Rebecca agreed to a debate? Yeah, in two weeks. Oh, so you have, like, two weeks to prepare. Well, right, I have to start preparing. Okay, Thursday? Yes, I will try. Okay. She's still looking at her device, not even her calendar anymore, just scrolling news sites. She starts to back away. I grab at something to make her stay. I kissed Eros. Now she looks up, but doesn't come closer. Oh, wow. She says, feigning surprise. That's it? I grunt, annoyed. Well, I mean, Rhea... You were always going to kiss Eros. Again. Yeah, but, I mean, this is different. How? It's not meant to hurt, but it still does. <sighs> you know what? Uh, we'll catch up about it later, Hera. Go do your thing. I'll just tell everyone you got diarrhea. I knew I could count on you, she says, smiling, stepping into an elevator. I shrug, push back into the nest, nearly collide with Eros on his way out. Whoa, hey. Hey. He looks down at his shoes. Are you okay? Yeah. But he doesn't look at Eros. You can acknowledge how you feel. Huh. Wonder who's trying to get me to do that. Now a smile twitches at his lips. All the people... The nest. I'm just feeling anxious. Right. How could you not? But air, I say, dropping my hand to twine my fingers in his. P is okay. Persephone is pissed, but that's Persephone. P, though, you saved her. But he can't look at me. I pull his face close to mine, whisper, Give yourself a fucking break, nerd. Don't mean to interrupt. Yes, because you're notoriously polite, I say, turning to Rebecca, pulling away from Eros. But she doesn't look like her usual, overly chill self. No, she looks sad. Were the baby's first words, fuck the president? No, she didn't say anything. She just fell asleep. Dr. A advised I leave her alone. Oh, he cares about health now. He cares about your health too, Rhea. Yes, that's what I was thinking from the floor. You were never in any danger. Can't say the same as here. Her eyes shift to Eros. Don't talk to him like that. I step between them. Eros, does she know how dangerous you are? I don't care, Rebecca. Just leave us alone. I just 
wanted to make you an offer. I stare at her. This is gonna be good. Get Hera to drop out and you can have six months to recover. <laughs> no thanks. You don't even want to think about it? No. You give me six months and then ruin the rest of my life? Adam and Peas? No, I'm not interested. The stakes will always be the same. The choice is just as hard, Rhea. You think Hera will be any better? I know she will. I'm not sure how well you know her. Hera. I knew I had to come here. See her before things kept going. Talk wants to strangle me for not spending every second in the spotlight after my speech. I kick a little at the dirt floor of the shack, a chill wind rustling through the slabs of wood. I wrap my arms around myself tighter, unsure if it's actually colder way out here or if it just feels that way because it's so isolated. Nothing could be as bad as the smell, though. The way humans farmed before the reproductive crisis means that for decades and decades, the Earth continued to produce mass amounts of food for people that would never be able to harvest it all. The air is full of rot. It clings to everything, like death. Most of all, the frail people scraping at the soil. I saw them all as I arrived, clumps of them, all standing together but saying nothing. That is why they come out here. Mostly by choice. To be alone. Minneapolis reminds them too much of failure and the slow march to decay. The door creaks as it opens, and there she stands, looking small and sad. Has it really been less than two years since she sat behind the desk, president of what remains of the United States? She says nothing when she sees me, just stands in the doorway, nodding slowly as if it was only a matter of time. And I guess it was. Rosalind, I say, stopping myself from standing. She hasn't earned my respect, I remind myself. I remain seated at her kitchen table. She approaches me slowly, looking a little frightened behind her dirt-crusted and cracked face. Does she think I'm here to hurt her? She crosses to a pitcher of dirty water, runs it over her hands. It falls into a makeshift sink on the shoddy counter. She dries her hands on her long, scratchy-looking coat, watches me carefully. I know, is all I have to say. She moves a hand to her heart, closes her eyes slowly, suddenly looking very, very old. When she opens them again, she just keeps staring at me. <laughs> is, is that it? I bark harshly. You're not going to say anything. She
She opens her mouth a little, then wider, gestures to the gray-pink stump where her tongue used to be. That day, I say, recalling when I last saw her and she was electrocuted to the point of gnashing her teeth together, biting off her tongue. I guess I just assumed her tongue would repair itself, salvage and recover the way Rosalind herself always managed to. Looking around the one-room cabin, hundreds of miles outside of civilization, I understand that era of her life is over. Don't you try and write to communicate or anything? She shrugs. What's the point? Fair. So, you can't even tell me you're sorry. I laugh. <laughs> you know, the whole multi-hour drive out here, I kept asking myself why I was even doing this. What I was going to get out of it. Closure feels amorphous and cheap, but I needed to hear you. Say you were sorry for what you did to me. Why you fucking picked me? She points to me and then her bicep. You strong. Because I had to rebuild myself? You destroyed me and my relationship. I have spent a decade punishing myself for something that never even happened. Now she folds her arms over her chest, shakes her head. A tear cuts a streak of clean white skin into her grime-covered face. You don't get to cry, Rosalind. You do not get to stand there in the mud and look at me and feel sorry for me. I hear my own voice crack. And then you abandoned us. Just handed us over to Rebecca. She points to herself, lamely raises two fists. Oh, you fought? For who? Because you endorsed her to lighten your own damn punishment. She pauses, nods. Go to hell. Unless, of course, you're already here. I know I should go. Leave her in this place, but I can't because I don't feel any better than when I arrived. And I have come too far to leave with nothing. I'm going to be president. At this, her eyes widen. She crosses to me, grips my arms, shakes her head emphatically. I wrench my body from hers. And I won't do a damn thing like you. Because I love them. Still frantic, she touches the place her heart should be, then points to me. Did it make it easier to do what you did to me if you told yourself you loved me? I press the heels of my hands into my eyes. I need to get out of here. This is not good. This is bad. The only reason I survived you was because I learned to save myself. I spit thinking back to that day on the train. I killed him. I say quietly for the first time, testing the phrase out. Rosalind is just looking at me. I stare at her, here in this place on the edge of the world. I killed him. I confess. Loud Earth is time to the woman who will never speak another word to anyone. I killed Apollo. Her jaw drops. She tries to speak, but, of course, cannot. 
I feel better. Much better. Goodbye, Rosalind. <laughs>